Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast for the Choice Track. I'm Dietrich. I'm Damon. I'm Demona. And I'm Taj. Yes, you are. <laughs> hey, before we get started and everything, I just want to give a great shout out to one of our biggest people that we've had on the podcast, mainly because this person is a podcast veteran. She's been around from Tattoo Far, from a, a couple of other podcasts that we started before. She's got her own things going on, and she's definitely a voice that you want to hear from. Everybody, welcome to the stage, Demona. Hey, everybody. It's nice to see Taj Dietrich again and meeting Damon for the first time. Um, as you know, I was part of Tattoo Far, which I missed you guys. I'm glad you guys invited me here today. Uh, not much going on these days. Um, I'm working on some e-commerce stuff. Um, I have a brand called Purple Sage, which is the street I grew up in, uh, up on. Um, you know, I'm trying to kind of stay out of the way with politics and everything. I kind of put that behind me and a lot of activism. I, I do what I can, but I'm not really out there in the streets, you know, coordinating and things like that. But I'm still giving back to the community as I can. Um, and that's really my thing. You know, God, family first taking care of these kids and making sure they're straight and um and then just trying to get this brand and this this e-commerce thing off the ground and once i do i'll let you guys know please do because i love investing in money and i love getting money back so that's definitely <laughs> something i'm gonna have fun with all right all right so just to give y'all a little insight of what's going on here um this is a music podcast where a couple of people like to get together and we like to talk about music so much so that we actually have two sides like a record side a is when we're actually talking about a theme that somebody came up with and then we pick our songs that we think coincide with that theme um, side B, we switch over to when somebody gave us homework, and we actually go through and listen to a whole album, and then we give our opinion about that album itself. What tracks we like, what tracks we don't like, if we like it at all, or if we like really want to mess with it, whatever the situation is. Uh, this week is going to be my actual pick, and uh, my theme that I decided to go with is a little it's, it's, it's a little something to keep on the low. It's called uh, Secrets. Secrets is my theme. Mm -hmm. uh, what were you going to say, Tosh? Oh, no, I, I, I was going to be like, what? So, that makes sense. <laughs> I can't spill all the beans, man. I don't spill the tea. Come on now. I, Listen, I don't like secrets. I don't like liars. <laughs> I knew this was going to be hard for me. Okay. A secret is not a lie. Let's just get this straight. Okay. Maybe some of the song choices that we pick kind of coincide with that. But some things, some things are good secrets, which is, you know, how people move. You can keep quiet and, and keep about yourself. And it is what it is. Not have everybody in your business. That's right. like this song that I picked. This is the perfect little song that I like to go along with that. And the moment before you get mad at me, just know that it was a song that we like to jam back in the 90s. Oh, I know it. Right up your, right up your alley. So not the right. song itself, but the group. The group was definitely there. Um, I picked this quartet because I love listening to the music. Uh, this was a sophomore album that they came out with, and this is one of one of the uh, particular songs that was a single released on that album. They released three of them in 1998, but this was the one that actually took off and uh, became the biggest single off of that album. Uh, mm -hmm. Album is uh, uh, talking about lipstick. Don't get me, you know, we could be quoting on the actual album itself. I was more and more just all into the single because that's all that I cared about. Um, these ladies are from Atlanta, and if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the group Escape, and I'm talking about the song My Little Secret. Oh, 
Um, I think they was the ex before Wakanda. Before we knew about Wakanda, they was like, yeah. Yeah, it was was the ex of the skate, you know what I'm saying? And and kick off your shoes and relax your feet. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly the vibe that this was going on. But this this was a little little bit special because at the time I had a little sneaky link. And I ain't gonna lie, that was was my thing. Just, Just graduated from high school. Um, I was out here in the world, you know, trying to panty raid in, in a couple of colleges and so forth. And with that being said, yes, I did have a main girlfriend, but I also had a couple things on the side. And there was one in particular that was my little, my little, my little, just, I, I, I just, you know, that wine, that chef's kiss type situation because she played a part so much so that I almost got caught being around her and she actually played the part of being somebody that I work with and the teaching the how to do my job when in actuality, yeah, she's teaching me other things. But that's besides the point. So I should have got tea doing? instead of wine. You know, I'm telling, yeah, I, I'm telling on myself because I'm grown now, I'm married, and I'm past all that. I don't absolutely. Yeah, black men no cheat. So we're just gonna get into the mix. But what do y'all think about Escape My Little Secret? Mm. Well, you know, I can relate. Not not to your story, but well, <laughs> sort of. So one thing about Escape, um, that song Kick Off Your Shoes and Relax Your Feet. Me and my cousin used to perform that song for her mother when we, she would sit outside in her in her driveway and we would go outside and play. She was like, Y'all sing that song, you know, you know, and after and we could not sing, okay? But she <laughs> loved it. We sing the whole song. So, but that, this particular song, uh, at the time I was in a relationship, I hadn't really been, I didn't realize, you know, being cheated on changed me. Mm. But I love this song. Oh, I was jamming it all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially, what's that line? I wrote it. Coming to my house last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it started at what? Okay. Did anybody see ya? <laughs> Coming to my house last night when I got the message on my beeper. And you know, that's what we yeah. had back that 911. Okay, yeah, we all know what that means. Beepers. Yeah, that brought back good memories. 98, yeah. boy. That was a good year. That was a great year. Great year. <sighs> all right. Who else wants to chime in on a little secret foundation? What are beepers good for? Is like it wasn't like it was really that useful unless something like we, somebody cheating on you. It was, it was good. <laughs> beepers were great because it was communication yeah. before communication. Now everybody's accessible with a cell phone, but back then you could decide if you wanted to call the number back or not. Yeah. It, was, it was the best thing in in, in since sliced bread. Yeah. You know who still has beepers nowadays? Doctors. Doctors no, still pay true. for beepers. Doctors yeah. and Secret Service. Yes, they still but I know beepers. for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Secret Service. If they use it, maybe I should get one too. I mean, I'm not doing anything <laughs> undercover, but, you know. Yeah. I, maybe I, should, I don't know. I don't need one, but I wouldn't want one really. It'd be a clunky, you know, thing I wouldn't need around. But, like, even if the grid goes down, beepers are like the backup emergency contact. <laughs> Going back old school to save the world, basically. And you know, we had secret codes that the teachers didn't know. Speaking of secrets, because we had what God, I don't even know. Okay, somebody had to hit me. Somebody hit send me the eight zero zero eight boob. I gotta get with it. Yeah, you really have to like be in the loop. To know, you know, to know what's going on. But Escape was one of those, yeah, that song right there. I jam it. I didn't even know what I was getting into. It's like I forecast in my own yeah. doom. Right. 
Yeah, I listened to that and I was like, okay, like the album cover is like a bunch of scantily clad women and showing the 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 boobies. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like, okay, that's cool. I, I could maybe I'll like this. And then uh, uh, back before the boobies, yeah, that was, that was back before boobies. But you gotta remember, like this is this is R and B. This and this was like um, okay. a younger generation of R and B artists. So when I say younger okay. generation, I mean it, it wasn't like the the norm. You know, we'd we'd hear the um uh help me out. Um um and when I say help me, I mean my fa- I grew up in a musical household. My father okay. plays every instrument, and yeah. we did not get introduced to R and B per se until I was in my teens. Before that, it was like Prince, Beethoven, Mozart. We'd wake up yeah. listening to Nat King Cole before Christmas, you know. Oh, there you so, go. I love that. Um R and B, we we were listening to the R and B, the OJs. Um, the real soul music. Barry, I mean, like Barry White, Marvin Gaye. Um, yeah. and so this younger generation comes in, um, or this new generation, right, of R and B. And 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 the thing about it is they could still sing the music. Yeah. It was the voices and the and the um, what do you call it? The um, the tone, the melodies, the, the, the tone, the melody, the way they put the 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 music together, the whole compilation. Like it's still was artistic and creative and so like escape was like that female group that they had a song for every emotion you know and so for our generation that was like yeah this is our love making song this is our breakup song like the kids (laughs) now they have genaico and scissor but we had escape mary j blige you know you know, and then back actually when he had a message. And yeah, now, yeah. nowadays it's I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Like, okay. And then what? All that stuff. It's like, okay, you just picked the yeah, yeah. out of it. But sorry, David, what were you going to say? I apologize. Well, it's like the epitome. It's it's almost the epitome of 90s, like R&B, which is great. I, I think that's kind of like a really cool flashback, you know, like me remembering music from the 90s. It would be something like from Escape, My Little Secret. I'm sure that this was a radio radio hit. Um, yes. Yeah. At one point, you know, and uh, I just when I first listened to the song, I was like, wow, this is a little yeah, this is a little bit uh, risky. There's a little seeker going on, you know, um, mm-hmm. talking about like the other girl not knowing really what's happening. <laughs> so, it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. That's a, I mean, this fits the the definitely fits the theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the album did go platinum based off of that, and it was like, okay, this is this is that situation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of my lipstick. That's that was <laughs> the album. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my little secret was definitely the hit off of there. Mm-hmm. And they did have two others. Um, that came through, but this was the quintessential hit. Um, they did hit the top on the playlist on the playlist, and it was in everybody's mm-hmm. playlist, everybody's CD, everybody's you know tape, you know whatever you had at that particular point in time it was there so uh, Mm -hmm. what would you take on my little secret I liked it I'll be honest I hadn't heard it before or knew the group but like it it was a good song and like Demona was going at like you know like classic R&B like the Supremes you know or the girl groups of the 50s you know it was always about stuff happening to them like you're either you're the person in love like this was different because it's that whole like you know I'll I'll hang out with you while you're with your girlfriend and we act, act like we don't know anything but later on you're coming to my place you're like oh like 
they're like taking control. Like stuff ain't happening. They're making <laughs> yeah. stuff happen. Like mm-hmm. they're like, you know, yeah, you can say she's yours, but you're coming over later. So don't well, act, like, like the don't lyrics are very straightforward too, though, Taj. Like, yeah. you know, you like to look at lyrics a lot, but um, yeah. like if you're just listening to the song, it's like a nice chill song, whatever. Yeah. I'm chilling in the nineties to escape but then you, you you hear her say like she'll never guess in a million years that we've got this going on you're my little secret what the yeah. fuck <laughs> man man she's crazy but you got thing 20 years later how many people had kids out of wedlock <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Probably. It ain't a secret no more. No, no. It wasn't <laughs> like I like to think that music art is an imitation of life and not the other way around. You can only talk about what you actually experience or see. So you know, like even if you never said, like I come from a two-parent household, every person in my family is married. But this may be like, oh snap, they out here doing this. I mean, you know, just like it like. I'm still in this fantasy of I'm gonna be with my first love forever, you know. And um hearing women talk, I'm like, ooh, they some hoes. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. mm, I don't know nobody like that. Little did I know I had homegirls sneaking around and then I'm, you know, and, and we talk about it, but I'm like, hey, y'all really lived it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's not like it 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 was uh if you could relate, you could relate, but again. It was just one of those songs, just music and, and, and coming from a musical background again, like I could just listen to it for the for the for the quality of it. Yeah, I got the message and I did my oh, my little secret. No, and I was never gonna have a secret like that. But it was just like one of them, like, man, somebody out there is somebody's secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes around mm-hmm. like Lori Povich, you know, all those like those like trash shows, the talk shows, you yes. know. Jerry Springer, yeah. Jerry Springer. So we're watching Jerry Springer. We're seeing all these trash people. But then you look at these women, at least and me as a woman, I'm looking at these women as like they look okay, scanly clan on you know, entertainment purposes, but I'm looking at them really as like you can see this touch of class about them. You know, yeah, there, there was this really underlying like we on yeah. some next level. We're not because yeah. I, I guess you gotta appreciate any woman who is like, I'm your secret and I'm good with it. Cause that's, that's hard. It gotta be hard knowing that the man you're uh, next to is going home to someone else, paying bills that, somewhere else. That's you the know? thing. They took control of that. They this was mm-hmm. this was women empowerment. This is not you're cheating on me and I'm just sitting here waiting for you to get back home. This is I'm doing what I want to do. You can come over and do it with me. I'm not gonna act up and act a fool when your girl come around because I know you got a girl. I probably got a dude. But guess what? We're we're hooking up on the low and that's what we're gonna (laughs) keep it. And we're never gonna get together. If you ever try to make me your girlfriend, I'm never gonna do that because I already know you you scandally. What the hell you at? You scandalwag. Exactly. So I already know you shit where you eat. I'm not gonna not gonna mess with that. But I'm gonna have fun with you. And this is what my song is. I'm gonna be singing about it with. So that was like the perfect way of bringing in the women's empowerment without just throwing it out there in the world. Like I don't have to see you open your legs to know what's going on. And they mm-hmm. did it very elegantly, and they were very cool with it, and they were very like sly with it at the time, and that's what that's what it was about. And those the ones that are really know about it are the ones that will always keep it real because they don't want to be in a relationship with you; they just want to have a fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And the bad thing about cheating or sneaking around is somebody's going to catch feelings at some point. 
and mm-hmm. it just so happens. And then when it does and everything kind of goes kaput. But in that time frame where y'all just really just about having fun with each other, that was the best kind of connection because y'all can mm-hmm. keep that on the low. I don't have to worry about meeting up with you every day. I don't have to text you every day. I don't have to call you every day. We meet up when we meet up. We know what we're doing and we get out and do our own thing afterwards. And that was the best time. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't find out until later on. But- yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. what mess with nobody else, man, but I know. Hey, I know. I know. And the situations hey. work when they work. Hey, when they work, they work, and when they don't, they don't. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. But so we're just gonna move on now. Okay. All right. All right. And uh Todd. Yeah. I think it's a good change of pace here. Uh what's the song <laughs> that you show? So uh I went old school. Like <laughs> when I say old school, I went like 50s, 60s. Uh so Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to do a song that had secret. There's a ton of songs by a ton of artists that are just secret. And then there's yeah. a ton of, there's not as many songs that have like secret in the like secret something after it. Right. There, there's right. more, but th- there's like a ton. And like, I was, I was trying to do my best. I was doing research, listening through stuff. This one came up and uh, I just had to go for it for the rock guitar <laughs> solo for, for the beat, the rhythm. Like it's a classic song. Um, and I went for the original <laughs> yeah. version of it, uh, which is actually um, a British dude. Uh, and so I'll get more into that. But I picked Secret Agent Man by Johnny Rivers. Secret Agent Man, Secret Agent Man, they've given you a number. Now, this song is just like straight up like, you know, just a, it was for a TV show. So let, let's get that straight. So it was basically an open theme for a TV show. Uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a rock song about being the secret agent, man. Uh, crazy thing about uh, Secret Agent is it's thought that the prisoner is a sequel to Secret Agent. So the guy that was the agent in Secret Agent Man is the actual prisoner in The Prisoner. Um, and they're trying to get his secrets. And that's what the whole premise of that show is. Um, the, the other thing I want to throw out is that, you know, this was during the heyday of the 60s when James Bond first started. Right. And there was a craze of people liking secret agent men, you know, uh, spies and stuff. There was a spy craze going on. Um, the crazy thing. And I didn't pick this, but I just have to throw it out there. Bruce Willis. <laughs> did a mashup of James Bond and Secret Agent Man. So it starts out with the James Bond theme and then goes into Secret Agent Man and it's Bruce Willis singing it. So what the fuck? I did not know Bruce Willis was singing that yeah. version of it. Wow. Yeah. So so I just have to something this, Yeah, that came up and I was like, okay, <laughs> you do yourself, Bruce. But yeah. Uh, yeah, what did you guys think of Secret Agent Man? It, I'm not the other weird thing. I haven't seen Bowfinger. I don't know why that's the first thing that came up for this song was Bowfinger. There's a version of this on Bowfinger. Bowfinger? Yeah, it's a yeah. 007. It's a 007 uh, version. Yeah, Goldfinger was a 007. Bowfinger had nothing to do with Goldfinger, no. not Bowfinger. No, Bow Bowfinger was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And- <laughs> oh, and Bowfinger, Goldfinger, but Goldfinger yeah. was like no. a Gold. Finger is a 007 movie. Right. Yes. No, but this came up on Bowfinger. Bowfinger is some yeah. comedy yeah. stuff, right? Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, yes. I don't know why, but I was like, okay. Was it a parody of Mocking Goldfinger? No, or, no, no, I don't remember Bowfinger. Bowfinger was um is the Eddie Murphy movie with um uh, Steve um oh what's his name? Literally slipped out of Steve my head. Martin? Anyway, yeah, Steve Martin. And yeah. Steve Martin's a director. I just took a guess. He's directing <laughs> the movie, and Eddie Murphy was the uh the top notch character, top notch actor, and he decided not to act in the movie, so they found a stunt double who actually looked like Eddie Murphy, but it was Eddie Murphy playing like a a, a Urkel version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then rented the movie based okay. off of him and like without his percent and it was a, it was a whole thing so Heather Graham's in the movie like it's it's funny as hell you should go go watch um, I gotta yeah. watch it now yeah, yeah I, I know I've seen it but it was I'm so long ago yeah, yeah. The only together are like crazy yeah, now, Secret only... Agent Man, though, that song was used in a 007, in some 007, like the beginning. Uh, no, no, that was never in a 007 it? movie. Nope, never. No. no. That's usually like really serious orchestra, orchestra or like, you know. That's like yeah. Secret Agent Man's more of a goofy kind of, like the clumsy <laughs> agent. Right. <laughs> it wasn't goofy at the time. No. Secret Agent Man was was one of those uh those serious you know, shit? shows. Yeah, it was it was yeah. supposed to be serious. <laughs> really? yes. maybe, yeah. so, maybe that's where I remember it that's from because I just I like I love the song and I'm gonna tell y'all and be honest, I, it wasn't until my thirties that I realized it wasn't secret Asian man. <laughs> oh yeah, the the weird like, the, uh, agent made sense, but every time version. I heard the song, it's like secret Asian man, secret Asian man. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay to make songs about Asians. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. I was just but, like, okay, I mean, if you're a secret Asian, I mean, you was an undercover A, that's, that's, I'm thinking Jackie Chan, but I, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that you say it like that, Damon, yeah, it's okay. Uh, but oh, for I the long run, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'll give my two cents on this. This was, I love this song. I love times that you picked the song because this was actually the first rhythm I learned on guitar. I actually sat in my room and I was seven years old and I'm remembering listening to this song, um, back, 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 back because I had the tape. I actually had a, a tape at the time and I was rewinding the tape. And so I had it as a single. And so I would sit there on the guitar, listen to the note and actually play by ear to where I could actually get the rhythm down. And I remember spending about four hours on it and then going and running in front of my mom and dad. And I actually played it and played it through. They said, good. Now get in there and clean your damn room. And that was, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that literally traumatized me because I'm like, I'm oh learning how to play guitar <laughs> But I did clean my room and I did go back and play other songs, but that was actually the first song I learned how to play on guitar. Well, so, just to heal some childhood trauma, let me say that that is impressive. That is very impressive. Yeah, right? um, seven years old with that determination. Come on now. <laughs> Hey, I, I I was I was in the mode. I was in the mode for sure. But you know, that was a whole different time, a whole different situation. With my parents, yeah. They were they were they loved music, but they didn't like the idea of me playing music because that meant they had to pay for lessons and all that and they weren't about to do that. Well, my daddy tried to sure. teach me, but mm-mm. Mm-mm. He said my fingers were too small for guitar, but the guitar is my favorite. Oh, like really? when I say when I I can listen to anybody play guitar if it's played well I don't care what genre of music if it's a guitar oh my gosh I'm in love 
I'm trying to get your number. <laughs> Grace, I love that pick though. I'm glad you picked it because as I was going through my list of like secret, like that one, it didn't even cross my mind. But I I do like list. I, I don't know. I think it is the the beat and then the comedy. I, I never really thought of it as too comedic because I knew the era that it was coming from. 1966, I think it was released. Yeah. Um, and it was under a rock and roll genre, right? Is considered rock yeah. and roll. And so, again, a musical household. I listened to it all, and I think this was one of those songs that, when it was played, I was like, "Ooh, this is different," you know. Um, and I liked it, and 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 just the 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 music itself just stuck with me. Um, so good pick. Thank you. Yeah, Darren, what you think about it, bro? I could just see Taj going back in time with the time machine to the '60s, walking into the Whiskey Go Go with the Go Go chicks going. And he's just drinking whatever. <laughs> Secret <laughs> Asian Taj, man. Don't um, yeah, baby. Yeah. With the bell bottoms on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Yeah. Go uh, make you want any, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely like, trying this, to love. <laughs> it's a it's a Taj pick for sure. And it, it it's a really good pick for you, Taj. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Johnny Rivers, man. Uh, yeah, it's like actually the the version I listened to was the live version at Whiskey Go Go. I'm sure it yeah. sounds it sounds a lot like a studio recording. Mm-hmm. I think that. At the time, Johnny Rivers was probably like one of the. It was probably up and coming, like getting a lot of getting a lot of like radio time and money for a studio work and all that. And he was getting to play at the big, you know, the you know the big venues. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a '60s style song. All the yeah. stuff we're talking about, like all the, the movies that represent that later and at the time, you know, you got like Elvis is in movies, you know. When he was doing movies, it yeah. was all like go go Hawaiian shit. We talked about that a little bit. Um, yeah, no, this is it's very cool. I mean, it's like it's got that cheese element, but I think a lot of people like it. It was such a rare time in music and and you know in Hollywood, and um, this song represents a lot of that. Everybody yeah. knows this, so I give it a thumbs up for sure. It's well, cool. and plus, it, it for me, I think it's one of the few like spy uh, songs with lyrics, right? Because I mean, you have the James Bond theme, you have the Peter Gunn theme, which I know is more catered towards uh, police. Mm-hmm. It was some police TV show, but this was one of the few ones is like, you know, it's a it's a rock song about spies with lyrics. You know? the Hawaii Five O. Like, you think of Hawaii Five O? That's or? what I was thinking. Hawaii Five O. They have that really, yeah. yeah. It was kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Hooker and all those yeah, but even that one didn't have lyrics. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Some of the older 007, We talked about 007 a little bit because we were, weren't sure exactly where this derives from because it's all kind of like the same time where everybody. Everybody was really intrigued by espionage, yeah. And I think that, like the, the newer 007 movies, like I've I've loved a lot of like the Daniel Craig stuff. And uh, the last one he was in was the most recent, I think. Uh, and I mentioned this song because I I brought it up in another episode with Billie Eilish doing the yeah. theme song. And so there's there's lyrics there, but it all goes back to like the 60s. It all sounds like it could come from that time. Uh, it's, I don't know what it is, but there's something really nostalgic, but also just like, uh, I guess, glamorous about it that everybody, everybody wants to be in that time period. Like even styles and houses and stuff are coming back from that time. Yeah. So Yeah. But, uh, Very timeless yeah. indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool shit, man. Yeah. All like right. It. 
Cool. So, uh, I don't know Damon, what you got, man? What was, what was your secret song? You okay. So, I, I, yeah, I like 90s, 2000s music, all that shit, you know? That's more where I gravitate to. Although mm-hmm. I I love that we've gone back to the seventies, the sixties, fifties, all that shit too. Mm-hmm. That's great. Eighties is one of my favorites, but like yeah, dirty little secret. Uh, all American rejects. And this is kind of like I remember this stuff from when I was first. Well, I was I was younger. <laughs> Um, this style of music, it's sort of like uh, like an emo style, but like a pop mm-hmm. punk, you know, that's kind of what they're, they're, I guess, like they're stamped as. But uh, 2005, and uh, this is from uh, the album Move Em On. Um, Three Little Secrets isn't based on anything real, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, so Nick Wheeler, uh, senior, he, like him and uh, I think it's Tyson Ritter. So I get, I get a lot of this info from like Wikipedia and other shit, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's pretty accurate. And it's, so like they're they're both not really writing about their their experiences like some of the other artists might be writing about. They're like happily married and they just thought it'd be kind of a fun <laughs> fun song. So the actual like the the song itself didn't come from experience, but yeah, I think it's kind of like that time with the American Pie and all that those types of movies that came out where it was like just like fun, you know, early 2000s, late 90s shit, you know. Um that's where it brings me to. I love the 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 sound, the style uh and it's all in the name so what, what did you did you see the music video no i saw that there was a video but i didn't watch it oh my god you haven't seen the video so, <laughs> it, I, so what, what you guys like listen, i mean you're saying that, that like that's what you're in like that's your style of music i listen it's it's like, i thought it was under the category of grunge i wasn't sure because i don't really like get those categories but all american okay. rejects that yeah. song I remember with okay without listening to without watching the video and I was curious about how it came about I didn't look into it I didn't have time but um how's it go um I'll keep you my dirty little secret I like yeah, it, it, it like when you're you when you listen it. from that perspective <laughs> it's like it it, it 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 does go with uh, you know if you think about rock and roll and grunge kind of being like an offset of that you know like you got these you got rock but then or heavy metal and then you got like these subcategories yeah <laughs> this was this was my like listen uh what was it uh Smells like Teen Spirit. Who did that song? Um, Nirvana. Nirvana. Like it. I was into all of that, and I don't even know how. Again, multi like multicultural household, but my dad was the music guy, and and he opened me up to kind of like enjoy everything, right? And the the guitar, like that, that kept me into sort of that that what. Not even. I don't even want to put Lincoln Park in that category because I know Lincoln Park has some like this crossover. I think a lot because I know a lot of people that like hip hop that listen to Linkin Park. And I don't know if that's, you know, again, the genre, but that's close. This song, it's pop punk. Listen, um, yeah, this is pop rock. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Give You Hell from All American Rejects. Every time you see me, I hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives. Oh, that was my revenge song. It's fun, right? That was my revenge song. So when you picked this, I was like, yes. 
Love this song. Love that pick. And the video yeah. is basically, I mean, Taj, you brought up the video. Why don't you tell us about it? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I'm watching so, it right it, now, actually. <laughs> so that's the weird thing. Like the, the, the song makes it seem like it's kind of like a like you're ashamed to be in love with somebody, right? It, but that's not what it is. Like the, the music video kind of lays it out. Like, you know, you have stuff that you're ashamed of that it's your dirty little secret. So like if, if you like kicking dogs, right, that's your secret. <laughs> like <laughs> if you right. see a dog, they're going to kick it, <laughs> but you're going to keep it your dirty little secret. You don't want anybody else to know it and just so something it's, weird that you don't want people to know exactly hopefully not like, kicking dogs <laughs> but it seemed like in the video even if you actually read some of the the cards so basically the, the video yeah. random people on the street at least it seems random and yeah. they hold up a card of their secret but i remember one of them that that touched me was um i um this i'm not afraid that no one will love me more than my dog Oh, I just saw that, that no one will ever love me more <laughs> than my dog. Awesome. And wow. I was like, so it wasn't just dirty little secrets. It was like people yeah. pouring out their their insecurities and their heart. And it was like all color, all races, male, woman. So it really kind of, I want, that's why I wanted to know how the video came. I wonder if they were like, you know what? We wrote this song, but we want it to mean more. Like we right. want this, we know this song's going to be a hit. We want the message behind it to be like, you know, we're all in this together type shit. And I loved yeah. it. I loved it. You know what it reminds me of now? Like, okay, so I've pretty much watched the video. <laughs> uh, that's what I like about having dual screens. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so the uh, the website Post Secret. I don't know if you've ever, if any of you have seen or like gone on Post Secret. It's a. It's basically like people post their secrets through the mail and they're anonymous and it's like stuff like this. So it's like, they might send a card with a picture and a, a thing like, you know, like, like the stuff that you were talking about. Uh, they didn't mention, um, I think one of them just said like, my family's rich, but I don't like money or something. No, or, or, my, my family's rich and I shoplift every day. Oh, <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. I mean, that's a secret for sure. That is like, a total secret. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't just like, every this really like, like the cheating scene. I think a che- <laughs> one of them was like a cheater or whatever, but like secrets yeah. are, yeah, like secrets are definitely like they go across the board. Um, with different things and everybody's got something they don't want to talk about, but you know, you yeah. might have the best friend, you might have a diary you go into whatever, but yeah, it's like, that's, yeah, I love this theme because it, it definitely like, it can be used in country music, rock music, uh, R and B, whatever, you know, across the board, there's like, there's secrets all over. The place. I don't right. think I have a lot of secrets, but, uh, yeah. Anyway. This song, uh, <laughs> literally threw me for a loop. Uh, mainly because when you, when you brought it up, I automatically started thinking like the band itself from the All American Rejects, right? I started thinking of them. I started thinking of Sum 41. I started thinking of uh, all these bands that came out with all this like fun music that you can listen to. And yes, there were some serious messages in there, but for the most part, it was supposed to be taken lighthearted, right? So when you thought of secrets in that aspect, yes, there are supposed to be some light secrets. And then the first thing that comes to my head is of that one song about Scott he doesn't know. <laughs> and you came over like, God, he doesn't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you dudes are literally singing about sleeping with this dude's girlfriend. So it's like, 
like literally when this song came up, it took me back to that time where music was fun and there wasn't really mm-hmm. hard messages inside of the music. There were some that were serious, but for the most part, you were just supposed to take it with like a, a slap on the cheek type situation. So um this definitely fit the bill when we're talking about secrets, definitely fit, you know, the bill when you're talking about, you know, just any any little thing that you think is something nobody's supposed to know. But when you put it out there, release it to the world, you kind of feel a little bit better about it and you know mm-hmm. sometimes it works out for the best sometimes it doesn't like if i told my best friend that i slept with his aunt he's probably not gonna want to be around me too much longer <laughs> but <laughs> me oh, okay. my chest made me feel so much better but that's besides the point stifler's so, mom yeah. yeah definitely stifler's mom you know what i'm saying so this is one of those situations that's just like um it's lighthearted, it's cool it's fun i love the song i can listen to it over and over again and then when yeah. i tired of it i'll pull up one of the other bands and put their songs on and then just go into a pop rock mix so thank you appreciate that i I do gotta throw out like in this same genre or or era like i almost picked that song but i don't think it says the word secret it's the one that's like does anybody know how to shut the goddamn door (laughs) you know that that song Yes. 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 It's like this weird punk style of music that I think it comes from like Green Day because they were a little bit earlier, but they were they were a little earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a little earlier than Green Day. It wasn't. I think I think Green Day was the first. Really, like they were almost like they almost paved the way for some of these bands. And and so I was looking that up, and Green Day that category I think it is called grunge. It's it's called grunge. Grunge is sort of. Grunge is Seattle. Yes, grunge is is, that's like uh, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam. I think grunge is a little more dirty, right? A little more, grunge I mean, it's in the name. More but, rough, like, and then, a little more rock sounding, I guess. Yeah. Like, but, I don't know. This, this is more pop rock. This is more, you know, uh, you know modern rock is what like I Like you're going to hear it on American Pie. Yeah, yeah, when the I Van Wilder series. Exactly. When I think of grunge, I think of Nirvana. I automatically yeah. go there. Okay. I think of Pearl Jam. Uh, this this is a little too too poppy for that type of okay okay of the situation. Um, so yeah, I gotta find that because I like to hear more songs from that genre. You know, Green Day is one of those bands. My oh, daughter learned how to play on the on the electric guitars. Uh, Twenty One oh, Gun, yeah. which was oh, one of my awesome. favorites. And she didn't perform because her her teammates pulled out, and I was like, "Girl, get just get up there and play that." Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so definitely, did she, yeah. Did she do it? She she didn't, but I'm I wasn't gonna force her. It was out of her element. Yeah. Like she just randomly was like, "Mom, I want to play the guitar and and dress punk." I was like, "Okay, I'm support." I'm support. like, "Hey, yeah. yeah." My dad actually, for that reason, bought her an electric guitar, burnt orange with the amplifier. Oh, but awesome. and to this day, we have it, um, and I'm looking forward to yeah. learning. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Run with it. I am. My dad said my fingers are too short. What does he know? (laughs) Right. Taj, sure, you love fingers this song, play man, too. Or no? huh? I said, Taj, did you love this song, man? Did this oh, yeah, back it, in the day? yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I like okay. it. So, that's what's up. All right. So, last but certainly, <laughs> Taj liked it. 
Of course he liked it. Of course he liked it. Um, Damona, what is what you picked? Yes, yeah, you know what? I had to because this is one of the songs that I that you still hear on the radio every R any R and B station, especially those late night, those dedications. Oh, um, and it is "Secret Lovers" by Atlantic Star. Secret lover—that's what we are. Trying so hard to hide the way we feel. Oh. It's so real. Hey, I again—I'm into this. Like the vocals, the melody, the whole, and, and it's a song that you hear over and over. Like growing up. This was on mm-hmm. this was on every radio to this day. Mm-hmm. If you listen to a late night radio RB set, or even during the day, but usually late night, this is coming on. Now I don't know what's sexy about it, unless you're with your secret <laughs> lover. But hey, I mean th- this is one of those songs I could like I can make love to. I-, I can make love to you. I mean you ain't got my husband could be my secret lover. We could we could we could play roles. I'm just saying, <laughs> like this this song is it's kind. It's, it's not really. Nost- well, it is. It is nostalgic. How I mean, it's one of those songs. Like I remember first time I heard Secret Lovers. I'm in the car with my dad, and he always plays. You know, at eight point seven to the FM dial in Austin, Texas, the radio station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, KZI, mm-hmm. and um, like they were the only station playing R and B and any anything black, and anything mm-hmm. black. Black music was on 88.7 FM. When was this? When was this? This was the 80s and 90s. This was black owned. 80s, 90s. The radio station still still around and it's still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, it, oh, I know this station. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Community supported radio. They have talk radio as well. You know, they have uh, talk segments and things like that. But mm-hmm. we would just listen to just the whole, you know, the whole show. So that even though my dad didn't play it in the house, this song will come in and, and he'll be like, oh, and you know, my dad can sing. So we'll be singing the song and stuff. I don't know what it, what they're talking about at the time, but I'm just loving the the music and the melody and and the vocals. And I'm like, oh, that that voice sounds smooth. And it's yeah. Atlantic Stars it became one of my one of my favorite R&B groups. Um, I didn't there weren't too many other songs that I really explored by them. Um it was one more I, I, that I can't think of right now because I have to look at it. But yeah, yeah Secret Lovers is um, again, and, and and it's that cheating shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you know what was interesting to me? I was like Secret Lovers. Like I used to really think like being Secret Lovers, like you really have to love the person. And that always threw me for a loop. I guess again, I'm in fantasy. I'm in La La Land until I'm like 25. Like, oh my gosh, love ain't real. Nothing is not real. But it, I, it, the the dirty side of reality hit me. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, so, again, secret lovers. Oh, they're they're in love secretly, not like one of them got somebody else at home. And it really could go that way, though. Like we're in love. Like, and I, and I think you know what's funny. I remember th- thinking about this for some because random shit crosses my mind, and I thought about how it is to have come out of the closet too. 
Not that this is not what this song is about, but I could see people relating to it. Like mm-hmm. we can't tell anybody that we're in love, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and even though the lyrics kind of this this don't display that, but just the the idea, right? Mm-hmm. That you do love someone, you can't tell anyone, um, or it's because you have a whole family. So this is heterosexual, homosexual. It doesn't matter. You have you have a responsibility at home, but here you are hooking up with the person you're really in love with. Um, And it's sad to say that a lot of people end up with people that they have settled for. Meanwhile, in love with someone else. Not a lot of people, but, you know, it happens. It's a lot of people. It does happen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll go and jump in. Like I had heard the song before. I I liked it. Um, You know, it's. What I think is interesting is I kind of always thought of it kind of like the Romeo and Juliet, like, you know, like it, they can't really be seen together because, you know, th- then it'll be all out war. But I watched there was a music video for this, which actually mm-hmm. starts with a concert part. And it's funny because she starts out pretty much being like, you know, you have a hot man here, but then you see this other hot man and he's your secret lover. Like she totally goes straight for that, like on stage. And you're like, OK. <laughs> So that's what this song is about. Like, this is the predecessor to Dietrich's song, for sure. Like, this yeah. is, like, she's just being, like, you know, kind of coy about it, just, you know, being a little general, saying it's a secret lover, but not really defining it. And then, you know, Escape, like, you know, 10, 20 years later comes out and it's like, no, like, straight up, like, I- I'm stealing somebody else's man. So, <laughs> but they're, they're very right, much on the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does. And that's why I picked it last, because <laughs> Yes, it is the predecessor. Uh, you are you are absolutely correct. When it comes to this particular song, this is a song that gets to the bottom of what you know cheating is. It's it's not even about cheating. It's it's about forbidden love. It's the fact that we can't be together and, and out in, in a public situation. You're my secret lover, meaning you're you're the individual that I will confide in, and we will do these things behind closed doors. But once those doors open, I can't be with you for whatever reason or whatever the situation the scenario is and i always thought of it as sad yeah it was sad because it's a it's a it's a testimony in a sense Mm -hmm. it's it's the fact that we know that we have this bond but this bond is not strong enough for us to be out in the world with it and that in Mm -hmm. itself is is the reality of you in the situation is you know Mm -hmm. you can I've always believed, and I'm just speaking for myself, I've always believed that it's not a fact that you have a soulmate out there. It's the fact that you have people that you can bond with. And when you come across one of those people that you can bond with, it's an instant connection. You can't really describe it. You can't really explain it. You just know it's there. And if you happen to be in a relationship or a situationship or an entanglement or anything else that you want to call it, it makes it very difficult for you to choose which way you want to go. Because on one end, you do love this other individual. You've been around them. You know them. But you have such a strong bond that you don't even know where it came from. The chemistry is just like electrifying with each other person and it's that excitement factor that we fall in love with right Mm -hmm. not the actual person but the excitement factor then all of a sudden once you realize okay the excitement starting to wear off something's starting to go on here what am i supposed to do do i continue on with this individual do i not do i continue on with my actual relationship do i put it to the side what am i really supposed to be doing and these people get caught up in the mix and 
they're they're being mm-hmm. upfront with it, like, hey, this yeah. is what it is. And I that's think the sad stuff. It it's so tragic when a person knows how to love. We're not talking about random hookups, uh, and and you mentioned the excitement of it, but when we're talking about a bond, even when the excitement wears off, it's like that that connection, mm-hmm. and it, it's you know. I'm just gonna leave it at it, it, it's tragic. I don't want to go into a whole spiel about love and being careful who you choose, and this is why relationships have to have boundaries because yeah, the truth of the matter is, as human beings, we're not meant to be alone, but alone that doesn't always mean soulmate, a married or or with someone a lifelong partner. Right. I believe that means that throughout our lives we will meet given the right circumstances, we will meet people that we bond with, whether whether it's a um, romantic relationship or not. But the likelihood of, if especially if you're a social person, that you're going to meet someone else that you like, whoa, I want to spend more time with you. Like we could just talk for hours. And then you're in a situation where you're alone, intimate setting, you're having this cool conversation and, and things happen. And then it becomes more, right? Um, and that's why relationships have to have, but like, you know, once, once you make your choice, I always, I, I learned late that relationships are kind contract even if it's not a marriage you're making a commitment by contract like i'm wanting to share my life with you and i'm do you want to share your life with me and then yes okay and these are the compromises and these are the these are the things we're making a plan to make it work and emotions are involved but hey that you know you got to set boundaries because you always will meet someone that you connect with, but you just have to know, like, maturely, you know, it, it's cool. We're friends, but you got responsibilities now. You know, it is what it is. Again, that's tragic for others, but I'm single, yeah. so I don't have any problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, it, yeah, I think it, the song definitely, like, represents, like, the 80s, <laughs> for sure. The cover is, like, totally 80s. There's, I don't know what's going on. It looks like um, definitely, like... I, I can't remember like what album looks like this, but it's a Atlantic star, which I don't really know them for the band, but I know right. the song because <laughs> I heard the song on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I, like what they're saying is what you were saying to Like it's the house, the house is uh, with one relationship. That's not true, but they are in love with somebody else. They don't want to separate. They don't want to break up that bond. Oh, they don't want to ruin the family. So, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, whoever you're in love with, like there's something else that's better, but you, you fucked up and you didn't get it fast enough. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you ended up or with the it. short end of the stick, you know, but you don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't want to ruin it's that a, person's life or whatever. It's a so. blessing when it is just a thrill and you actually are in <laughs> love with the person at home. Right. Yeah. Um, which I hope yeah. is most of the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't I can't relate to the Seeker Lovers song, but uh, I you know like probably in high school, you know, when you're like you're not sure who you like or whatever. There's you know that that maybe that's the closest I've come to this like this scenario, but I think if this was redone in the like like a current song, um, maybe it, it would be, be like it wouldn't be a what? It wouldn't be a secret. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be a thing. You'd be like, girl, I got your man. What you gonna do? We gonna share him. Yeah, it would be like <laughs> all kinds of crazy mess. But uh, 
yeah, I think I think that like it, it could be more relatable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it, it's a little bit outdated as far as like the '80s go with the sound. It, I totally like that too, the nostalgia of it. Now, like that's that's what I like about it. I like I like the nostalgia sound, the nostalgic sound of like the uh, the '80s like keyboard, <laughs> all that mm-hmm. you know that they've got. The, the lyrics kind of like yeah, they're they're a little bit of the time, you know, the '80s. This is '85, I think, right? So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's that's what pulled me into it. But I, you know, it's almost like Mariah Carey, you know, that style. You know, that's a little bit different, a little, little bit newer, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami Sound Machine, all that. But I think, uh, I think I would, I would like to hear this redone or something like this redone, and it would be more relatable, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's Damon, what's going on here. Damon, with or without yeah. the Jerry Curl, because the music oh, video, the, had, the, the <laughs> music video had him with Jerry Curl. Like I'm just yeah, saying. I'm like, I'm Oh, and it's on the album cover too. <laughs> you got low blow. I've never dated a dude with a Jerry Curl. Oh, I was hurt. Never ever worked. Those are really like thinking they were something. <laughs> Just let your soul glide. You. Do you remember dudes that would come to school <laughs> with the shower cap still on? Because yeah. they were so trying to keep it moisturized. Yes. Oh, they didn't do it. You didn't brought it no. back down to come at that they Jerry Curl. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they were some athletes too. They were some straight You're up. You're talking about some dude with some bonnets on. They was wearing yeah. bonnets more than us. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Trying to keep that pillow from I, dripping. I, 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 now, I ain't gonna lie. I have my wave cap. Yes, I did actually have waves back in the day. I had braids back in the day. Okay. I can believe that. I had hair. But they had that little soul glow coming out of their head. And they lay on the back of the couch and everything from their head laid oh, on the couch. Oh, man. Have they you ever out. sat next to somebody with a Jerry Curl and they did this real quick? Oh, and that, 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 oh, no. that no. no. just, just splash on you. The worst is when they have the Jerry Curl in the shower and they sneeze and all of it gets on you. Jerry Carroll doesn't realize that anything's going on. They are oblivious to it. Everybody else is getting hit, no matter the situation, but they are oblivious. Yeah. No, nah, they will listen. They will be in a, a river in <laughs> Egypt. Denial. Because you can't <laughs> listen. All that grease that will be running down their neck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was oh, bad. I wouldn't be the oh, one to tell goodness. somebody that they. Mm-hmm. But but that's a great. It, the, you know, yeah. I hope they don't never come that. back. Oh <laughs> my goodness! All right. Aside from the cheesy cheesiness of the music, I'm not saying it was totally bad, but like the style was a little bit like you know for me it was a little cheesy. But like yeah, there's yes. there's lots mm-hmm. of other stuff going on. <laughs> That's tied to it. So what a what a time. The eighties. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was in elementary school. What a time. Yes. Yeah. I, know. I was a little it. kid. Yeah. Same. I was I was <laughs> passing notes. Do you like me? Yes or no? And they'll come back and write maybe. Like yeah. how about maybe? But no, that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> we ain't gonna go there. We ain't gonna go there. That's a whole other situation. I had an Afro right. mullet in the eighties. I'm we're not gonna talk about. Nice. Mm. We gotta share. So, we're talk about high school pictures. One day yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. So, so I think I think we're all done with secrets. So uh, let's nice. go ahead and yeah. 
Let's go ahead and uh, flip the record and drop the needle on side B. Um, Dietrich, uh, you had some homework for us, didn't you? Yes, I did. So this homework is kind of, kind of a, kind of a mixed bag of emotions in the situation. And here's what's going on. So, um, I'm on a couple of playlists that I listen to on a regular basis, just trying to hear new songs and new artists that are coming out. And there's one particular group. It's a duo, actually, uh, out of Margate, uh, UK. They've been in, in the scene for a hot little second and they came together and actually formed a group called Fandy. Um, Fandy is not one person. It's actually two people. Uh, the vocalist is just Barry. Um, she's been known to work with Ghost Poet, uh, Hoser, Miss Jukes. Um, and she came alongside and met up with, uh, Graham Godfrey. Uh, he's a drummer and percussionist. Uh, he's actually worked with, uh, Little Sims, uh, Cleo Soul, Inflow, people like that, right? So they're all definitely off in the music mix. Well, they came together and they formed a group called Fandy and they actually came out with an album. And the album was called A Beat to Make It Better. The album was released in March of, uh, 2023. And, um, this, this is one of those new concepts where they're a little bit jazzy, a little bit soulful, a little bit electronic a little bit all over the place, right? And so it's kind of a psychedelic edge that they came out with. And if you wanted to take any kind of like house music or anything and make a psychedelic edge, this was the actual song or album that you would come out with. Um, you know, I know one person in particular is not going to, you know, like the album only because, um, it's, it's very airy. It's not a album that is, is based on hard lyricism. It's an album that's based on vibes. It's based on flow. It's based on just being in the moment of the situation and just letting your soul go with it, right? Just flowing along with the mix. And so in my mind, it was like, okay, this is like, you know, one of those definite vibe songs because I'm all about vibes. If you, if you got vibes mm-hmm. going on, I'm all about it. So I'm all in the making when it comes to that. So just by this song coming out, um, but this album, particular album coming out, I just wanted to give them a listen. I wanted to get it out there to, to the viewers. If anybody wanted to hear new music, because I know we do cover a lot of older music, but if you wanted to hear newer music that was coming out, this is one of those groups that I wanted y'all to check out. Um, they definitely got another album coming out in the mix. They are going to be touring on this particular album starting up, I believe, in February. And then, you know, if anybody wants to go check them out, if they do happen to come to Austin, I'm definitely going to let y'all know when and where y'all can go see them uh, or around in the Texas area, Appalachian area. So um this is definitely one of those you know, experimental vibes that came out. Um I wouldn't necessarily call it a concept album, but uh, I would definitely think it's going along that realm. Only because they tried so hard not to fit into anybody's box. Uh, so that's what I think I like about it. Um, if I had to choose a choice track, um, my choice track that would be on this album is going to be not just one. Uh, that's one of those catchy little vibes that, you know, I, I definitely thought there was going to be one of those cool songs. But it's got a little mixture of everything in it, and that's what made me like it because the, the syncopation of it drops off and picks it back up. And so I thought that was a cool little mix. So tell me what y'all think about Fandy, a beat to make it better. Anybody want to go? Because I got, I got opinions. <laughs> I don't like the style of music and because I, I knew that off the rip when I the first song I listened to was a beat to make it better which is off the album right a beat to make it better um so I had to analyze each song from a musical perspective, like listening for the 
quality of the music and vocals mm-hmm. versus um, just as a whole, like like genre, like, you know, like there's something that I would actually like enjoy listening to. I had mm-hmm. to break it down, like skill, quality and re- kind of look at it with an analytical eye. Mm-hmm. And in that case, it did make me appreciate the album. So mm-hmm. while I didn't like it, I could appreciate the effort. I saw the 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 out of the box um, style. Um, I did get that airy feel like, you know, this is definitely I could listen to this when I'm high. Now, I'm the type of person because I appreciate music and anyone who has a talent for it. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. watch. I could listen to them live, but in the private, because it's a vibe, yeah. right? You're, you got the yeah. music, you have the ambiance, you got other people alone or just with a group. Never, never. Um, I it's that. funny. It, so the, the, I like that the sound was, you got the drums, boom, boom, boom. You know, just a simple drum beat, yep. the occasional, I don't know what it's called, hi-hat, the little ching, the cymbal. Yep. And the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get to my favorite, my choice track on that because I did have a favorite. I did have one that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that you like not just one because that was my least favorite. <laughs> I didn't even take notes. I just put least favorite and moved on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, another just a critique on it was her vocals were so airy that for track two and three, I could not understand what she was saying mm-hmm. at all. But her voice is so pretty and crisp, you know, that it it went well with the music. It, it just it just flowed. But now these are my notes. Sicily Box. That is my fa- that was my favorite on that choice track on uh Thandy's A Beat to Make It Better. And that was it, it, at least in the order that I listened to it, it was track number five, Sicily Box. And I put, oh my gosh, this jazzy sound with the saxophone. And I don't know if it was, it sounded like a sax was in there, yeah. right? It's really nice. I'm not a jazz fan, but I appreciate the saxophone in in when it's played. It's just something about it that just turns me on. Now I said I could listen to this. Um, this um, in a what track was like, it though? I don't see it. Yeah, number. I, five. Well, it, it's called Sicily by like Sicily, Italy, or like Sicily. Well, five so, is uh, maybe where you listen in the right album. Five is new shop. Yeah, <laughs> and wow. I pulled it up on YouTube and I put a Sandy album, and and it gave like it only gave me like six tracks. Uh, oh, so if I'm missing oh, something, wow. but but Sicily, if you type in Sicily box. S I C I L Y box. It's definitely not on the album. That's not. Yeah, that's, album that's track. a different song. It's not on the album. No. Nah. Because it had the same cover. But a beat to it make it like, better is like, definitely the album, and that's on the album. Probably hmm. a mix of it. Well, check it out because it was great. But okay. um, <laughs> ooh, well, in that case, <laughs> let me see. What's your second favorite? Put it like that. My yeah, second favorite. <laughs> okay, big boys don't cry. Okay. Okay. That one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Big boys don't cry. Um, I like the lyrics, the vocals of the song. I could actually understand. Um, it's something I could actually groove to. Um, I enjoyed. They they added the keyboard on this one, or it seemed like a keyboard. The simple drum beat. The guitar was nice and steady. 
Um, I like that in the end they added like a a, a, a little more variation to the to the beat toward yeah. the end and then kind of closed it out like that. Like the guitar was real nice on that. So Big Boys Don't Cry was my favorite on that album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big Boys Don't Cry is that's definitely the groove of the whole damn album. I, I'm not gonna sit up here as like I don't like it. I love it actually. I just knew it from a concept point of view or conceptual wise that you know it was it was one of those that could be radio friendly that they put out but I always go for the off-kilter cuts you can ask these guys they'll tell you straight up I, I don't yeah. go for the, the the right cut that everybody and their mama love I always go for the one that's like offbeat just because I, I like the instrumentation that somebody brings into it in the in individual style mm-hmm. but, well, I'm yeah. glad you do that because I personally again whether I like I always like to explore new like with food I'll try anything right. once Right. Um, and music yeah. is one of the things I'll, I'll try it once. And and just because this, like you said, this is sort of a psychedelic feel. I would eat a mushroom and listen to this. <laughs> I think it's safe. Oh, it, it's safer oh, than listening really? to Three Six Mafia on some mushrooms. Oh, I go it. fucking crazy. So I like that sultriness and that that sort of. It, it was a vibe, and I wish. When y'all have a chance, listen to Sicily Box um, okay. because it, it it added some variation to, to which makes sense now that it wasn't on the album because it it was you could almost tell like I don't know what their other albums are but you could That's tell the that why you like it because right, you're yeah. probably around mushrooms at that get it we get it I never <laughs> but before so, I die maybe 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 once all right cool. It is a. I was gonna jump in next. Yeah, um, okay. uh, so uh, it, I so I kind of for vibe I liked it. Okay, <laughs> the intro track I I did like it. I mean, here's my the issue. I didn't do my normal work because I listened to it at least two or three times because we had some mm-hmm. ample time. My problem mm-hmm. was I didn't listen to it out of order. That that's normally how I pick my favorite track, right? I shuffle it and then that's how I kind of pick my favorite track after I know what the album is. Um, I didn't do that. I do have a pick though. The thing is, is that that intro song with the vocals, like, you know, where they're picking the playlist, like it kind of sets the mood it, and it seems weird, but it tells you like, Hey, you're going, you're going to go, go on a trip. This is the RPMs for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. hit play. And then it starts. And the thing is, is like half the time I listen to it and I, and it kind of makes sense now that I look at it. It's like only 35 minutes. Like it, it's like a, it's a vibe trip, but it's a short trip and then it's done. And I was like, I was expecting more. It, it, it's kind of like, I mean, 35 minutes. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's like the length of most TV show episodes. Like that's one episode mm-hmm. without commercials. Like you're mm-hmm. just in a vibe and then you're done and you're like, that was nice. You're like, where's episode two though? Like, <laughs> you know, but it, I did enjoy it. Like for vibe. Yeah. It, it, it has its niche. Um, in mm-hmm. each track, it, to its credit, each track was, was different, right? It kept you on the vibe, but each track was different. Um, I'm going to pick new shock. Because it, that one that it, I, I liked, I mean, it, I'm not going to complain about her vocals because that's that was the point of the album. Like, I, I'm not, it, I mean, I get where you're coming from, Demona, that like sometimes you can't understand what you're, she's saying, but like that's the cranberries too, right? Sometimes you just got to live with it. You know? <laughs> so, that's the Irish accent. The fuck with the Lars <laughs> Sutter 
Rest in peace. Right. But yeah, uh, but it, that's that's my pick. But yeah, it, I, you know, I didn't hate it. I just, you know, it was vibe, and that's what it was going for. Yeah. Are you just being fucking nice? <laughs> I'm, I'm being Dude. nice. Yes, I am. Okay. He's being nice, but I'll, I'll, like take it, I'll take it though. That's though. why you're you know laughing because you already know he's buttering that up. Exactly. <laughs> this is the thing that I love about it though. If you ever been on shrooms or any other kind of psychedelic, you don't want to go past thirty minutes on your high because if you do, it starts to trip and you start to go on the downward spiral. When you hit that low, it's not fun. So, not mm-hmm. saying I'm speaking from experience. I'm just saying I heard from a guy that heard from a guy that if you <laughs> ever did that, you know, that's what the reason why they did the album. They wanted to keep it short and sweet and to the point because it was a vibe. It was a ride. And if you happen to be on something when you went through it, you would come out on the good end of it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Not, no bad trips. No bad trips. Like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Damn what you think, man? What, what, what was your thought process? All right. Yeah. This is uh this is this is trip hop. This this is stuff that I probably <laughs> like. So I don't know if Dietrich picked this for me, but you know, I've like I've talked about Fanagram, talking about mm-hmm. Bad for Lashes, I picked Wolf Alice recently. Mm-hmm. All that all that music is very relatable to to this. And this is a twenty twenty three album. Yeah, I think it's Candy is pretty good. Uh, my my favorite is give uh give me a smile. I like the I like the actual the hip hop beat you hear in the background mixed with her her voice. So like definitely Demona, you got you you hit it right in the head. Like her voice is very like hypnotic and beautiful and you know, she's got a really good sound. You can't always understand what she's saying. I mean that's like a lot of music is is like that. But like this yeah. is definitely like very flowy. Uh yeah. Like almost intentional. Yeah, it's intentional. Yeah, very intentional. That's that's uh trip hop, you know, that's a style. But live, I hope they're at South by Southwest Southwest is here. I I, I definitely plan on going um i usually do go attend and um some of my favorite shows are are bands like tandy and i i god i want to say i saw them on the bill at a at a festival somewhere but um i look forward to what they've got to bring to the table i like this as a new album um it's my style It's one of my styles that I like. So, but uh, it's not for everybody. But they do it. They do it pretty well. I think throughout the album, they do kind of lose you a little bit. Yeah. You're sort of hearing the same thing over and over again. So that's and that's you know that's I guess like that's what happens when a band sticks to their sound. They create songs based on lyrics, not the sound, right? And I think that's kind of what they're doing. But it, their instrumentation was used a lot. The same type of, of instruments right. um, and the same type of sounds. <laughs> use so yeah it definitely could flow in together um, mm-hmm. so to speak but you know the yeah. overall abs- the overall view of the album itself it was, what it was supposed to be was to take you on the ride so yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna like give me a smile that was actually like another one that i really liked um and i remember putting like i could see this playing at a nice club with a bunch of cannabis enthusiasts <laughs> You know, um, like yeah. for real, you know, and um, I, I, again, that was one of the ones I was like, yeah, I, I like this one. Definitely. Shout out vibes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, they sort of pigeonhole themselves, you know, with like the, the fact that they don't have the loud drums and the, you know, it's not like Foo Fighters, you know. 
but mm-hmm. like they uh yeah it, it, they're definitely like they're a good lyrical band if you can understand what they're saying <laughs> and they uh they're a good vibe for a showcase they might be mm-hmm. the first band on and you're there for somebody mm-hmm. else but yes they'll set the mood first i like that i like that that's a great way to put it great way to put it all mm-hmm. right all right so, uh, Demona, yeah. for, for next episode, uh, I heard you have some homework for us. Uh, is there an album you want us to listen to for next episode? Um, it is going to be Armageddon, uh, the album, because for the, for the movie Armageddon, uh, the song, the soundtracks on that movie became an album. It was released as an album. Uh, a bunch of good artists. Um, pick your favorite out of there. You know, I have I have a few, but you know, I can stick to one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, anything else before we wrap it up, gentlemen? No. Yeah, thank you, Prismona, for coming in and being a guest of the coast. I appreciate it very much. I love your insight. Love your thought press, Mama. Keep it going. Thanks for having me. Bring me back sometime. For sure. Yeah, for sure. sure. Okay. Cause do your spiel. All right. Well, this has been uh, Trace Tracks. You can find us on our website at tracetracks at gmail.com. Well, you can email us at tracetracks at gmail.com or find us on our website at tracetracks.com. Both of those end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Damon. I'm Demona. And I'm the one that brings up music that people don't want to listen to, but I'm fucking, I'm going to make you listen to it anyway. <laughs> I'm Beatrice. And uh, we're not cheating on you. We're going to pick up the needle and we're going to be, you know, going about our business. But y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. <laughs> and don't keep it a secret. <laughs> don't get caught. <laughs>